Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen, picking out the dead leaves from my pelagonium. Yes, I saw that that's what you were doing. Yes. Oh, it is fine. nice. Just, it is, it's just they're, um, they're not dead. It's just a few, you know, the, the sort of the natural course of things. The leaves underneath sometimes die off and you just take them away. That's what I do. I don't know if that's correct. Yes, I think that's right. You take them away, say a little prayer, and you chuck them in the kitchen you bin. chuck them in the bin. Exactly, exactly. Sometimes I put them in the food composting. Oh, yeah, I think that's probably the thing to do, is it? Well... I, I sort of think it's organic, isn't it? It's good for the composting. I don't know. Oh, I would have thought so. Well, Are you using that composting thing then on your garden? Or does the council come and take it? How does that all work? What, compost, what food compost? Yeah. Um, I should do that, actually, shouldn't I? But um, the council, council come. The council come. Yeah, I mean, I don't know actually whether you do. I don't know whether it would make your garden smell like rotting food. Well, I think you have to, there's certain things you can't put out. And yeah, it's slightly... We haven't been across the foxes at all lately. Well, What's going on with that? I haven't seen them for a while, which I'm fine about, actually, truth be told. Do you reckon they're listening to this podcast and they now feel unwelcome? Well, maybe. I just don't want them sitting on my cushion. That's my main thing, okay? Especially the new ones, because that new garden furniture is lovely. Oh, thanks for saying that, Suze. It was lovely to christen it with you the other day. Yeah, um, we had sex on it. Yes. <laughs> you know how we like to celebrate. Another podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um the it's i'm just i have to take my cushions in every mm. every week uh every no, every day one must everyone must um but uh it's it's nice to have nice garden furniture i must say it happy. is it does feel very i mean i haven't got a garden but i do have a chair on my balcony you've got a, you've got a lovely balcon do you know it was lovely i've really let it go oh, why uh, because I didn't have the time and now it's oh. just lots of uh, lots of things that are waiting to be planted that haven't been planted that will now come to Brighton oh. with us. Oh, well, that's okay. I think it's watered. Sure. Well, that's that's all that matters. Um, just keep them watered. But sometimes if you're feeling stressed, a little half an hour in nature can really help. Well, that's what I do. I do, um, that's when I go and do my naked walking. Oh, of course, on the balcony. Yeah, you've got a treadmill, have you? Yes, <laughs> and four complaints from uh, neighbours. <laughs> yes, but the thing about the people who didn't complain—that's what you have to think. But that's the thing. There's far more people that live here that didn't complain, so yeah, we can only so assume it's, it's a good an thing. It's a good thing. Sorry, sorry, I'm going to stop picking my pelagoniums. Do um, you? Um, yes. There's a naked bike ride through Brighton. Oh yes, that someone told me about the other day. Yes. Would you, how much um, do you think that you would ever have the confidence? I was about to say the balls to do nah. that. 
Uh, absolutely not, never. No. Um, I mean, it's the sort of thing, if I didn't know anybody, then yes, you could I would get on do board it. with. Yeah. But, um, and there's probably something very liberating about being with lots of naked people. Um, but still. And do you think it would feel quite nice on the body to have it out in the air? Well, I think it's probably, yes, it probably is quite nice, actually. Suits, Especially if you're going it? down a hill. Oh, a lovely breeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what my issue is, Tom? Oh, yeah. I would want to know that everyone's giving their seat a bloody good wipe afterwards. You would want to get those. There's a use for those COVID wipes. Oh, God, but wouldn't it hurt the next time you sat in a nude? You'd imagine mm. there'd be some time in between. You'd hope you'd want, You wouldn't want an antiseptic, your bum hole. No, you've got to be very careful with those alcohols. Yes, al- alcohol. Those alcohol wipes. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think you'd, maybe just a just a, an old J-cloth with a bit of fairy liquid would do the trick. What do you think? Yeah, that's the, right. J's fluid. No, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that repels the foxes. Jay's fluid on a Jay cloth, or, or on any cloth, hanging like bunting in the garden repels the foxes. What do you think? Well, I thought Jay's fluid, I thought that was a joke about someone called Jay on a bicycle oh, and his fluid, his ass, oh, his ass juice leaking out. Oh my God. Susie, what do you think I am? Some sort of pervert? Yes. yes. <laughs> I No, it's not that. What's Jay's fluid? It's like an old fashioned, like, uh, cleaning product like what your nan would use yeah basically yeah yeah and one of those house coats that nan's cleaning yes i love a house coat for cleaning in oh maybe i should, should I get, get you one? one i would love that one of those blue check ones i was gonna say again i can see my nan wearing hers right now sometimes she'd pop on a tabard uh, sure just to keep well i mean it's yeah a lot of apron wearing wasn't there but yeah i would do uh, you have a pinny I do have an apron for the kitchen. And let me tell you, it's quite splattered. <laughs> well, you're, you're cooking now, aren't you? You're a cook. Well, I love to cook. I love it. Have you learnt much from all the, the cooking shows you've done? Do you think it's seeped into you? I'd love to say yes, but in truth, no. Really not. Made a lovely uh, curry the other day. Forgot to Did taste you? it. Oh. Well, it was a dal, actually. Oh, yum, I love a dal. I love a dal. And um, it was very nice. It was very nice. Did um, you, um, what recipe was it? Uh, it was one that Cloda and Dr. Ranch Singh do on Cooking with the Stars. This wasn't supposed to be a plug, but you walked into it. Um, and um, the dal was very simple. Also, because they were being fancy on the show, they made onion bargies. But the truth oh, yeah. is, like that was fun to do, and I've never made that before. The truth is, you don't need to do that. The dal in itself is lovely, in a shop-bought bread mm. or something, and some rice, if you want. I went to a bring a dish where everyone Ooh. brought a dish, you know, as, as one yeah. does. And a boy yeah. brought a uh, dal that was uh, the, from the Dishoom recipe <gasps> book. Oh, was it and lovely? It was so good that I immediately Ooh. ordered the Dishoom recipe Ooh. book. And of course, I'm yet to do it. No, but it's, once you've got that recipe book, that's all you need. That's, I mean, that's basically half the cooking, isn't it? That's half the cooking. Um, yeah, that I bet that's nice. It's very, um, I'm sure there are very elaborate ways of doing it. And um, forgive me, anybody who's annoyed. Um, but I've very much enjoyed the process. And this was a, a quick version because they did it on the show as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was, I thought it was very tasty. Did you have a, did you have bread or rice with it? Um, I had a, a naan. Mm. Warmed up a, warmed up the naan under the grill. 
burnt it a little bit by mistake. Of course. Um, but I kind of enjoy a bit of burntness. Yeah. Do you like the charcoal Yeah, I sometimes think that sort of imperfection is the best bit. Yeah. Oh, listen, Tom, if you like imperfection, there's no idea this friendship's going so well. Oh. Um, also, didn't put too much chilli in it, so it wasn't very spicy. But I think you can put quite a lot of chilli in if you like spice. But do you like spice? You don't really, do you? I like it, but it doesn't like me. Oh, I see. Yes, of course. I'll say that. That's the trouble. That's the trouble. I'll say that. Now, Tom, last week we didn't do any correspondence. Oh, so I was thinking this we week maybe we'd do a bit of extra correspondence. Let's do a bit of extra, extra read all about it. Yeah. What's, um, what's news? Who's been writing in? Well, Jenny's been in touch with an IE. Oh, Jenny was a friend of mine. Yeah. Indeed. Hi, Susie and Tom. Just wanted to let you know that my husband and son are thrilled that I listen to your podcast. Ever since I came back from listening to the one where Susie mentioned seeing a cute Bernadoodle puppy, (gasps) they've been trying to persuade me that we need to get a dog and I've been hesitant. I looked up Bernadoodles, told my husband I thought they were cute and the next morning he'd already been in contact with a breeder and now we're off to Wales at the weekend to collect him. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Also for clarity, can we just be sure... Because obviously, like-minded friends, a lot of people will assume they're just talking about a straight couple they're going to see, breeder, <laughs> breeder. Um, I assume this is a dog breeder rather than a human I would one. assume so, yes. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, but they might be straight as well. But that is not... Uh, gosh, that's complicated. It's it? very complicated. Complicated the vernacular. Um, oh, how thrilling! I want to get one. We're calling him Heffin, which is Welsh for summer. Oh. I didn't know that, did you, Tom? Mm, that's a nice word. We're calling him Heffin, which is Welsh for summer. And he is a much needed therapy dog for us all since our 16-year-old daughter died suddenly in November and the last six months have been unbearably tough. Lastly, I wanted to thank Tom for the thoughtful way that he has shared his grief. This was the first podcast I could face listening to after Bethany died and I had no idea before pressing play that you would be talking about the strangeness of organising a funeral just as we were there organising one too. Since then, your honest reflections on the rollercoaster of emotion that grief brings and Susie's understanding and supportive comments have been just what I needed along with the joy of the small daily moments of life that you both share so humorously so thank you both so much here's a picture of Heffin and my son not great for the podcast but I thought you'd both want to look Tom I'm going to put this picture in oh in the chat in the chat because it is absolutely gorgeous oh my goodness oh my goodness the doggy oh Oh, jenny i'm so uh touched that this podcast has um has brought you a little bit of joy in Mm. in what must have been an an unbearable six months oh gosh yeah i mean i don't know what to say really jenny it's um yeah i mean it's it i can't imagine what grief you are having there but um but i'm very very glad that uh sharing has has helped uh i uh yeah it's very much as people say a roller coaster but also um it is i don't know it's good to talk about it i suppose isn't it because otherwise we're like "Mm," trying to deny it as well as feeling it and that's hard but i would also say having just seen the picture of the lovely dog you have that he will bring you lots of joy and so that is a beautiful dog and a beautiful son oh yeah so lovely um yeah Um, so oh well um yes i'm sure he'll bring bring together you guys and uh you'll share lots of happy times but um yes thinking of you and uh yes and sending you lots of love love as well yeah yeah for sure for sure should we have another email oh let's susie let's 
Hey, hey. Hey. Long-time listener of the show. Hi. I used to listen in the gym, but deadlifts and laughter are definitely not sustainable long-term. Oh, no way. People being buffeting. Of course. I now listen when I'm walking, which is safer, but probably more startling for passers-by. Well, you have to be so careful, yes. Exactly. You do have to. You must be so careful. There's crowded byways. I've just started... Incorporating mm. a bit of CrossFit into my bodybuilding. Oh, uh, they always tell son. you. They always tell you when they, they do. They t- they tell you. Mm. Sorry, your oldest. And son. my oldest son boxes for his uni. Oh, that's impressive. You know, I do. So boxing. I feel like both of you are represented in my fitness. Oh line. my goodness. Tom, are you boxing for any unis at the moment? Um, yes, I am actually. I've been asked to box on the um, on the Colchester University team. Actually, <laughs> box some please for you next Wednesday. Yeah, so do. Do, don't come down. Tom's going to be happening. beating up. Be, no, Tom's yeah. going to be getting beat up by a 17-year-old. Yes. Um, um, I I, can't, I love doing the training. I'm so full of admiration for anybody who actually gets, as they say, in the ring. Um, because I just can't imagine what it's like to be hit and then being you like, should do oh, that's comic fine. relief. Oh, my God. Literally just comic <laughs> relief. Just relief. It's funny. Just watch me. Yeah. Well, I mean, people must enjoy it because they go back, don't they? They that's go back the for thing. more fights. They love it. You can... Yeah, even when people do it as an amateur. Oh, yeah. People must love it. Anyway. Yeah, poor um, Anthony Joshua. He's so nice. Oh, and he's so good looking, isn't he? So charming. So, Such yeah. a nice looking man. Such a good looking man. Um, I've never met him, but he seems lovely. Me neither. Uh, I'd like to. I'd probably start crying. <laughs> <laughs> no Pilates in toe socks for me, though. It's so oh. I think you ought to try it. Give it a whirl. Don't give I it a whirl. I wouldn't encourage you. Yes. My question is buffet related. Oh, buffet. Thank you for getting in touch, Lindsay. Yes. I'm having a 50th birthday party later this year. Proper family party vibes. Oh. Think small boy knee sliding and aunties boogieing to tainted love. (gasps) Oh, what a dream. We will be having a buffet. Natch. Natch. One of my favorite expressions, Natch. Have we talked about that on the podcast? No. Why do you love it so much? Because I think it's really fun. I think it's really useful to be like natch, to be like short for naturally. But people, yeah. when I've said it to people, they're like, sorry, did you just say snatch? And they think I'm talking about things. And um, that's not what, what that I'm film saying. that Brad Pitt was in? Yes, they think I'm obsessed with it. Well, that's but, about fighting, isn't it? Yes, it is actually. It would be appropriate. Everything. But I just think natch is just a really funny thing to say. I love the word natch. I think it's great. Mm. We are not having caterers. So to be home prepared by right. me and my wife... Great. And I think it'll end up being a real mixture of styles. Good. We need beige and traditional, like sausage rolls, ham sandwiches, quiche. Yes, Yes, of course. But I'd quite like to jazz. I think jazz. She's put J-H-U-Z-Z. Zhuzh. To jazz it up a bit. Zhuzh! Of course it's zhuzh. No one knows how to spell that word, so it'll it'll naturally die out, won't it? No one knows how to zhuzh. Of course it's zhuzh. Thank but God. No, you're no, it's only, no, it's only when you said it, I was like, I bet that's zhuzh. To zhuzh it up a bit with mm. salads, dips, Mediterranean meats. Great. You had a boyfriend called that, didn't you? Mediterranean um, meats, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prawns, um, olives, oh. etc. Okay. But I would like your input on that idea. Is it's at a social club and we're having karaoke? <gasps> Stratford upon agent. Uh, Stratford upon okay. Agent. <laughs> 
Cut that bit, Emma. Stratford upon Avon. So a posh social club. Oh. So what do you think the buffet vibe should be? Can we mix it or do we pick a side and stick with it? Would do love you know, any thoughts. Something springs to mind here. If you follow any kind of social media, uh, there is a vogue. I think it started in somewhere like Australia where you clean the table and you just fill the table up with ham. Have you ever seen this, Susie? What? You fill the table up with your meats and cheeses and um, it goes straight on the table. Um, it's just a thought. Also, another thought suddenly sprung to mind that I remember seeing once years ago, um, and it was using a mirror as a plate, a huge mirror, and they put the food on it and it all, all the hands no, reflected like up. I'm just saying it's an option just for presentation. But you see it on things like, well, I don't have TikTok really, but I've seen it where people are like bringing the table together and there's like a few breadsticks, Grissini, if you will, a few crackers, a bit of bread, some cheese over here, salami over there. It's like that. Well, I don't know how I think about this. Lindsay, I think, mm. and her wife, Kate. Hi, but Lindsay of course, and Kate. Um, I think that you just go for it and you sort of have an area that's sort of like trad Brit. Yes, that's a good idea. And then another area where you go, now we're getting exciting. The only thing I'll say is... Go on. I'm, I'm always fascinated by what gets left at the end of a buffet. I'll tell you what they are. Coleslaw. No one eats yes, it. Yes, no one eats it. Um, pate can be quite difficult to eat, but people love to get it. They love to get mm -hmm. it. And then um, prawns are great, but just be mindful. If they've got shell on, are people going to be able to deshell? Yes. And also I would worry because I feel like it's Lindsay's birthday in the summer and I wouldn't want those prawns sitting about for a long time. Very wise. Very wise to bring that up, actually, Susie. Yes. Thank you for noticing, Tom. Um, I also think, but I love a Mediterranean meat. I love an olive. But if they've got stones in, again, I'll be careful. I would say ding the olives in the salad if they're pitted. Ding them straight in? Yeah. Although I suppose some people don't like it, but, you know... I just think, are you going to be going along the table being like, what shall I have for dinner? Oh, I'll have an olive. Where does that feature? In the, it's a, yeah, I would it's say more they're more picky, aren't they? They're more picky bits. Same with, maybe have a dip station. Oh, that's a nice idea. What about a dip station? You've got your crisps, maybe a flatbread, maybe a crudite, and maybe an olive. What did you call me? A crudite. <laughs> <laughs> Or a now, Tom, talking of... Lindsay, I hope we've helped. Lindsay, talking I hope that's buffets. helped. Do have a look on uh, the social medias about buffet on the table. Just saying. We should have a look. This message is from... Now, her name is Anne hyphen... Annalise? It might be. Anne Annalise. A-N-N-E hyphen L-I-S-E. What would you say Anne that is? Yeah, I suppose Anne Anne Lees. Anne Lees. Anne Lizzie. So I've had a message from Anne Lees, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She has sent us quite the photo. Oh, oh, I want to see it. I'm going to be using the chat function of the Zoom conversation. Oh, okay. I'm standing by in the chat. And I would like you to explain what it is. I'm going to read the email first, and then I would like you to. to oh, what a, a treat! Picture. What a treat! Okay. okay. Hi, Susie and Tom. When listening to Tom's opinion on buffet food in the last episode, I was reminded of this cured meat belter, sweet <sighs> pitch, which featured at my birthday celebrations my family had in 1992. Oh, I wish I I can't find the words to describe it, but mm. maybe you will. Mm. I should probably add that this was in France, although that is no excuse. Keep wow. doing what you're doing. You're brilliant. So, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much. Right, here we go. This really is something else, I think. 
Standing by. Okay, here it comes. Okay. Here it comes. It's processing. Oh, processed. It's processed. Click to download. It's downloading. Any there? That means this is going to be on your computer forever because it would just save. Click to open. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's fabulous. Oh, and I love it. <laughs> oh, wow. Now. <gasps> Everything about it. Oh, and that's a good use of olives as well. <gasps> so, Tom, can you paint a picture with your words? Well... First thing I noticed, a lot of peach. There's some beautiful peach flowers yes. in the corner. But then um, what <laughs> has been what has been constructed here out of continental meats is what can only be described as the most beautiful dress I've ever seen. <laughs> um, there's a Georgian lady in the middle. And, and in the style of that Georgian's, Georgian dress, uh, which went out presumably in in, you know, it was quite sort of crinoline-based, I think, in this, in this particular style. Um, it's a cascade of salami uh, and um, <laughs> salamis. Basically, it's 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 so much hams. Hams. Um, uh, I'm lost for words. Cured meats, just all cured meats. Cured meats, basically, and a sprinkle of a few sh- few sort of little bushels of curly leaf parsley, a few. Olives and a couple of gherkins for good measure, um, culminating. I would in, say the olives and the gherkins are really an afterthought in this. They situation. are very much an afterthought, but they do bring a sparkle, don't they? Uh, they bring us something, yeah. They bring us something, and um, forks are placed strategically. Mm-hmm. Also, a lovely doily is, is placed underneath to absorb any yes, um, any, any sweat, any, any, any meat sweat. <laughs> meat sweat. <laughs> There's nothing worse than meat sweat. You this don't want that. Is perhaps the most elegant thing I've ever seen. Perhaps so. It's like a. It's like half of a Barbie has been stabbed in the top of a meat board. I mean, it's just something else. And I just wonder whether, and I just wonder whether that's something that we should be thinking about. Yes, you know, I more think, frequently for our own buffets. Yes, absolutely. You could take your. It's basically a doll shoved in the middle of a pile of sausage. But she is looking very graceful about it. I'll say that. And um, I would say. Um, yeah, you could do this with anything, couldn't you? With any doll. What doll would you do it with, Suze? Probably a troll. I would put a troll in a dress. Oh, that would be in a meat dress. Lovely, lovely. A sort of wedding dress almost. Um, I think Beautiful. this is social media shareable. I feel like this is social media shareable. When this episode goes out, I feel like we both ought to share it. Absolutely. And I'm sure it'll be a great talking point for all of our For all of our friends. listeners. Yes, for sure. We uh, have another one here. Should we have one more email? Let's have we... one more. I'm, I'm sort of in shock from that one, but... but I know, I'm still reeling. A good um, shock. Dearest Tom and Susie, I'm a oh. big fan of you both and the oh. podcast after discovering it at the beginning of the pandemic and then going oh. back to the very beginning. Oh. All caught up now. I can't even imagine what we're talking about in those first episodes. I can't. I think that includes the John Lewis disaster episode, which I still like get pangs of panic about when people say they've gone back to the listen to listen again. Um, because that John Lewis episode, do you remember when we walked around to John Lewis? No one could hear it and people were like, no, we stopped listening. That was terrible sound quality. But it was oh, hard. Yeah. Remember when people we were like, were really, people were so mean and cross. They were so cross <laughs> with us. It was so we were just trying our best. We didn't really know how podcasting worked then. But nobody did. It was before we I mean, had like. We still don't really know now. Yeah, I know. True. But it was before we had those leading lights to shine, shine for us. Well, quite. That's the thing. Now, this is what Erin's saying. I oh, recently Aaron. had a baby girl, Ren, which I oh, think is a fantastic. Oh, lovely name. Lovely kitchen. But in March yes back in March mm. and your podcast has given me something to look forward to every Wednesday oh 
every Wednesday morning whilst feeding my daughter. Oh. We listen every week without fail to the point that I now say to her, time to listen to Auntie Sue's and Uncle Tom. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I thought nothing of this. Mm. And it has just been a cute little something between me and her until when watching backstage with Catherine Ryan yes. with my husband, I yes. said, look, Ren, it's Uncle Tom as he walked onto the stage. Yes. My husband looked at me as if I'd lost my mind <laughs> at first and questioned why I do this specifically for you two as I listen to lots of other podcasts as well. Ooh. Needless to say, I can confirm that now in our house, you are known as Uncle Tom and Auntie Suze oh. by both of us. Oh, how Please lovely. Please keep the coming and thank you for having me feel sane and provide some comic relief during the long feeding sessions. Oh. Many buys, Erin and Wren. P.S. I hang one bath mat on the wall radiator and the other one over the bath. Well, this is where Erin's let us into the conversation that wow. she's got two bath mats. she's double matting. Imagine! <gasps> what decadent life she has. I mean, I could only imagine the kind of buffet that Erin would put on. Oh my goodness, yeah. I bet yes. she could have a lady in a meat dress. Oh, she would have several. I think she'd have a whole... <gasps> A whole ballroom full of them. Yes. Do you think that was the initial inspiration for Lady Gaga's meat dress? Well, that's what I keep thinking. Is that what she thought she was doing? See, if you meet Lady Gaga again, I would say have that picture. Gaga, have you seen this? Go. Don't. I know you're in a rush. Have you seen this meat dress from 1992? And are these all your twelves? Are these? <laughs> yes. Um, she um, she would probably say they were. That is her inspiration. Maybe she was at that party in 1992. Almost certainly. Oh, that's lovely. I love that we're, that we're Auntie Susan, Uncle Tom. Do you? I like that. I, lovely. I like that idea. Yeah, very much. Very What's much. It's, yeah, it suggests we're endeared with people, which has always been my dream. Absolutely. Just, this podcast is just an excuse to get invited around to more people's houses. I would love that. I would love that just to inspect the bath map situation. I wonder if she has <gasps> one in front of the... One in front of the sink, one in front of the, the bath slash shower. Or maybe she has Oh, that's a, what you do, isn't it? Or maybe she has a separate bath and shower cubicle. Mm. A lot of people do that these days. It's clearly going all right, isn't it? Especially with the advent of corner shower units. Anyway, we haven't got time today. We haven't got time to get to that, Tom. I'm another. sorry. Mm. Um, right, should we leave our dear listeners? Oh, I suppose we should. They've got things to do, babies to feed. Exactly. And we will... We'll speak to them next week, Tom. Don't we worry. We're not going will, away. We're just going we away. will be here for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't worry. We're here for you. Always. Just all of you take care. Just have a lovely, yes, lovely please. week. Be strong. Be happy. Be friendly. And, and that's all you can do. That's all you can do, Tom. It's simply all you can do. Mm. And we'll see you next week. You bet. Okay, everyone. Okay, dear. All right. Well, lots of love. Okay, bye, 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 b